So welcome back to Life, Edit, and Design. We are still in season two, and we are wrapping up the spooky trick-or-treat um, challenge. And these are my insights from the challenge. Um, I've been doing it for three weeks now, and I have one more week to go. And here's what I'm finding. So again, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, you probably don't know what the spooky, spooky trick-or-treat challenge is, so I encourage you to go back and listen to the episodes on that that introduce the topic for October. But what I'm finding is that, number one, having three things to go after seems like too much. Um, so again, spooky was to push your comfort zone. Trick was to do something um, unexpected, unusual, unpredictable, different. And treat was to treat yourself. And I'm finding that the treat part is really never getting to my radar. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the nature of it, that maybe self-care is not on my front burner right now. Um, or is it just that there are too many things, that three things is too many and two is really a better focus for me. Um, so again, you have to kind of come up with your own truths about this, your own experiences about it. I'm just sharing what mine are and I want you to know that it's okay if you set off to do one thing and wind up some, finding something else works better. The, I think the insight here is to really listen to yourself, to be in tune to what's working for you and be okay with something not working for you. If this spooky trick-or-treat, you know, some aspect of it doesn't work for you, that's fine. Don't do that aspect. You don't have to feel obligated because it was on paper. So I want you to learn or to take away from this that, you know, everything in life is about making your own versions of it, your own truth of it. It's not about, well, they told me to do it this way, so this is the only way it can be done. So I'm, learning, I'm the one who wrote the spooky trick-or-treat challenge, and I'm still finding that it's not perfect for me, that I need to tweak it to what works for me. So that's, a, I think, a big aha and a big takeaway for you is, you know, make it what you want. Make it work for you, and that's with all things in life, not just this challenge. So after doing this for three weeks, kind of where am I at? So I find the push myself, um, I definitely started with the list and I was checking things off the list quickly and um, a couple things just didn't work out. But what I'm finding in that area is that it's become more of a theme. So it's not so much about the list anymore as about, well, you know, I could do this. This is what I would normally do. Why don't I try to go a little bit further? Why don't I try to push myself to do something different? And so the two are kind of melding together, the do something different and pushing myself have really become a theme for the month. And it's kind of cool. I, I'm doing more things than I would normally do. Like I'm pushing myself a lot more and I'm being aware of it a lot more just because I created that list and because I gave myself that challenge. So this weekend, I hope to drive the RV. I talked to my uh, father-in-law about that last weekend and I hope to be able to put that on my list. But it's starting to help me see you know, other areas of my life where you know I wouldn't get behind the wheel kind of you know, areas where I'd be like, oh, I'll let someone else do that, or oh, you know, it's not that important, I just don't need to do it, and trying to step forward and say, well, you know, just because you're scared of it doesn't mean you can't do it. And I'm doing a lot of journal therapy, which is something that, you know, one of my goals for the year was to keep learning, always trying new things, and I was learning a lot about journal therapy and journaling things and uh, doing my dream journal that's new, and the things I'm finding are just so cool because like, it keeps coming back to that getting out of your comfort zone, keep pushing yourself, don't keep staying in the same old patterns, but break the patterns. And the best way to do that for me right now is to push myself to do something I'm a little bit uncomfortable with, a little bit scared of, 
and I'm having fun with it. Um, my daughter and I kind of had our own bucket list that we're kind of getting through for the month. And last weekend was apple picking, which, you know, I, I felt it wasn't a big aha. I wasn't like, wow, I love apple picking. I should do this every year. It was, oh, I got that out of my system. You know, it was something that morning even I was like, ah. Oh, I didn't want to do it just because I didn't know what was expected. Like, was it going to be really crowded? Was I going to be able to find a place to park? Um, you know, would there be ladders or would I just be walking around? Was it going to be muddy? Was it going to be wet? You know, my mind was coming up with all these excuses. And I said, nope, nope, we're just, you know, we're going to do this where I could come up with an excuse and say, no, let's not do it. Let's just go and do it. And it was fun, but it wasn't blow me away fun. You know, they had fire pits, which was really cool. So we could sit around that and kind of relax and enjoy the the warmth and the apple picking part itself was very short. There were no ladders. There were, um, we went after the Macintosh and there wasn't much to reach. So it was pretty quick. Um, and we didn't buy cider donuts, even though I wanted one. And we just kind of sat and relaxed and I was like, huh, you know, I'm glad we did it, but it wasn't a great experience that I need to repeat. So I think you could take away from that, that, you know, just because you push yourself out of your comfort zone, doesn't mean that it's now a permanent part of your life. It's just something you tried and now you're willing to try something else. And you can also take from that, do I need to go pumpkin picking? Probably not. It's probably gonna be a similar experience. And it was, it was okay, but it wasn't, you know, there are other experiences I'd rather try. And it also opened up a whole world of, you know, well, let's try this, let's try that, let's try other adventures. So just because we went apple picking, you know, it just got my mind thinking, well, what are some other fall things that we might want to do? You know, one of the things I came across was petting goats, you know, going to a farm where they have a lot of baby goats and just kind of hanging out. And um, it's a, an, a paid experience. So the money goes to helping, you know, keep the goats alive. Um, and I thought that was you know, kind of cool. Like what other experiences might come out of this? So even though the apple picking wasn't great, that doesn't mean that other wonderful experiences might not come around just from the idea of looking for things to do, looking for exciting different things and being open to them and not making excuses. And I noticed this morning, um, my son and, excuse me, my daughter and my husband took off to go on a college visit and I stayed back to watch the dogs and I'm recording this now while they're on their trip. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I probably should have gone, you know, I made excuses, you know, somebody had to be here to watch the dogs. There's so many errands to run this weekend. You know, I can get all that done while you guys are on this trip. And I'm missing out on the adventure of the trip. And I'm, I'm sitting here wondering, well, is that because I was afraid? I didn't want to get out of my comfort zone, which is my normal routine. So fear is not necessarily something that's like, you know, heart pumping thing kind of fear. It's just the fear of breaking from routine of, oh, well, if I do this, then I'm gonna have a lot more do to do tomorrow. It's that feeling of being uncomfortable. So comfort zone is not just, I guess, you know, about the spooky side, about the fear. It's about breaking that routine, going back to that side of the trick side, doing things differently than you normally do, and how these two are really working hand in hand. So it's, you know, not going on this college visit meant breaking my routine and doing something I wasn't necessarily comfortable with as far as I'd have to get up early. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. I'd have to, you know, ride in the car for four hours each way because where they're going is, is way up north. Um, so would I want to sit in the car for eight hours today? Ooh, that's a lot of sitting. Um, and it was easy to make the excuses that the dogs need to be taken care of. So I should just stay home and make sure that we have them taken care of. I didn't really put the effort in to make sure we had a dog sitter or to make sure my father-in-law could watch the dogs. So it's very insightful, I think, this process. And I hope that you're starting to take that away from yourself is, 
you start to look at your life and analyze some of your decisions through these lenses of the comfort zone and doing things differently. And so I just, I wanted you to, sh I wanted to share my story so that you could kind of see the opportunity here that it's not just about putting that list together and checking things off the list and saying, Hey, you know, I accomplished my bucket list. That's definitely part of it. And that's a fun part of it. But I think you can see how it starts to spill over into the decisions you're making and this greater awareness of what you're doing and also opening yourself up to new opportunities that you might not have taken advantage of before. Um, one of the things I'm also doing now is as part of the different, the doing things differently was finding a different route to and from work. And if you remember in the other episode, I said I was very resistant to it and I was wondering why. And I ran into so much construction. I'm like, oh, I have to find another way home from work. And so I just went on MapQuest and it popped up with this other route that I really, I think I've taken once or twice in the past, but wasn't something I took all the time. And I love this route. There's hardly any cars on it. Um, and I also decided to start listening to audiobooks. And so I went to the library and, um, you know, there's a, an app, our library has an app where you can just download the book so I'm not actually sitting with a CD in my car. But I'm listening to the audiobook uh, on my phone and it's such a better ride and you know there's so much less stress. It, it seems time-wise it might be pretty close. Sometimes it might be faster, sometimes it might be slower depending on which lights I hit. But it's just so much better ride because there's so much less stress on it. I'm not constantly on the on the alert for who's going to cut into my lane and how am I going to get around this slow car in front of me. You know, it's mostly single lane each way, so it is what it is, and I just deal with it. Um, and I, I just, I find it so much better, and I've changed my ride to work, and I wouldn't say that that one's so much better, but it's different. There's a little less traffic, and I find myself listening to the audiobooks um, in the morning and then in the evening. Usually not both, but usually I switch up. One time I might listen in the morning, and if I did listen in the morning, I might put some music on in the evening because there's only so much of a book you can hear, but... I've already digested one whole book on mindfulness, which was really cool. And now I'm listening to Metahuman, which is by the Dalai Lama, and it's kind of cool. Or no, is it Deepak Chopra? Deepak Chopra, I think. Yes, I don't know. Again, I downloaded it from the, the library, and there weren't that many uh, available, but that, that was the one that was Deepak Chopra. And um, I'm really enjoying that book. So it's kind of fun to see where this leads. You know, when you start to do something different, do you find something that's even better? And then you can start to look for other opportunities. So I had made a list and I was kind of going through that list, but now I'm thinking, what else can I do differently? You know, my morning routines I'm mixing up. I've added the journal therapy in, so I've added the dream journaling. So in the morning I have journaling, which wasn't part of my routine. And I find myself during the night when I wake up trying to capture that dream so I'll remember it more enough, you know, more of it in the morning so that I can journal it. Um, and when I come home in the evening, I've added journaling to my evening routine. Um, trying some different meditations and then the mindfulness book that I was listening to um, has a it was a lot about mobile mindfulness it was about being mindful during your day not so much the formal practice of meditation but what can you do during the day to be more present and be more mindful throughout your day so there was a lot of great tips in there that I jotted down and I'm working through some of those so think of all these things that happened just from doing this little challenge it wasn't just about the bucket list it became all about these ways of living these new ways of living, some more fun, adding different routines into my life and mixing things up and having more and more opportunities, seeing the opportunities to change things, to do things differently. So I hope that you'll take that away from this, that you can take this challenge beyond the, the sheet of paper, the worksheet that you um, started with and bring it into your entire life and really uh, have some fun with this. So 
Next week will be the last uh, episode on the Spooky Trigger Tree, and then we're going to move into um, November's themes. Again, I want to give it to you a little bit ahead of time so you can get working on them. And um, I think in that, that final episode, we'll just do a wrap-up. And uh, I'd love to hear your comments, your feedback. Let me know how it's working for you. You can find me over on lifeeditanddesign.com. You can shoot a message there. Um, it's the same handle on Instagram. You can shoot me a DM there. So I'm easy to reach, and I'd love to hear your feedback and hear how the Spooky Trick or Treat Challenge is showing up in your life and if you're able to do all three or if one or two of them are sticking out as the prominent factors for you. So that's it for this episode. I hope to talk to you and hear from you next time.